Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. After Thanksgiving break, D.C. students have to present a negative COVID test. I'm Nick Ainelli. The so-called Potomac River rapist found dead in a D.C. jail cell. The cabs get whitewashed by the avalanche. It's 1 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. Three dead in historic snowfall in upstate New York. Six feet of snow has blanketed Buffalo, and there's more on the way. Reporter Tara Lynch at CBS affiliate WIVB-TV. There were extensive power outages in Orchard Park, leaving some residents to using the snow as their refrigerator and their freezer. Here at Highmark Stadium, the snow has blanketed everything from the parking lot to the seats inside. Former President Trump is back on Twitter. CNET's Ian Schur says the announcement from new Twitter CEO Elon Musk signals yet another change among many at the social media platform. Trump had been banned after the January 6th attack on the Capitol. Trump was a force on Twitter and able to stay in the headlines in part because he was so active on the platform and so many people followed and responded to him. The reinstatement followed a poll of Twitter users. Linda Kenyon, CBS News. Ukrainians in the city of Kherson are talking about eight months of brutal occupation by Russian troops. Vitaly and Alesha say they were blindfolded, then taken into a basement after relaying intelligence to Ukrainian forces. Around my kidneys, over here, they kicked me and they punched me in the face until my nose was bleeding, says Alesha. Even said they would force us to walk through a minefield towards Ukrainian positions. Their Russian torturers are now in retreat, but still within earshot. So we're standing in Kherson, but that is Russian-held territory just on the other side of the river or within range of Russian cell phone towers, not to mention artillery and gunfire that we're hearing in the background. CBS's Chris Livesey reporting a girl's been hit and killed by an out-of-control truck at a parade in Raleigh, North Carolina. WNCN-TV reporter Haley Fixler has details. Our photojournalist Al Curry was recording the parade when he witnessed the terrifying moments. The uh, driver had his windows down when he was coming past me, uh, was honking and was yelling and saying that he couldn't stop. Everybody was yelling to stop, stop, stop over and over again. It took several Raleigh police officers and people in the crowd to stop stopped the truck, but it was too late for one young girl. I believe she went up under the um, one of the tires. The parade was canceled soon after the dancer was hit. Thousands of people packed a stadium at the University of Virginia Saturday to remember three football players who were shot and killed a week ago. Team member Jared Raymond talked about Lavelle Davis Jr. Lavelle, you were the best teammate and friend any of us could ask for, and I hope everyone here today has someone in their life that impacts their someone in their life that impacts theirs as much as you impacted mine. This is CBS News. You don't need a job platform. You need a hiring partner. Indeed lets you schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credit. 103, Sunday morning, November 20th, 2022. 38 in the nation's capital. Some clouds, pretty cold. Upper 20s and lower 30s by sunrise. Hello there, I'm Ian Crawford. Top local story we're following this hour. Thousands joined Virginia's football team, coaches and staff in honoring three players shot dead as they returned from a field trip last week. Lavelle Davis Jr., Deshaun Perry, and Devin Chandler remembered during a memorial service in Charlottesville through a student montage. Devin 
was such a happy person. You never saw him down. You never saw him sad. He was always excited, always smiling. Lavelle was also just an incredibly kind and thoughtful person, someone who really seemed to go out of his way to make connections with other people. Deshaun was truly a gentle giant. He would hit you hard on the field, and then the second practice was over. He was a big teddy bear. First-year head coach Tony Elliott said only time will reveal God's purpose in the adversity. It's 104. Giles Warwick, the D.C. man dubbed by the FBI as the Potomac River Rapist, was found dead Saturday in a D.C. jail cell. Police sources say they believe Giles died by suicide. He was scheduled to stand trial next month. Paul Wagner is host of WTOP's podcast American Nightmare Series 3, The Unknown Subject, which profiles this long and bizarre case. He was accused of six rapes beginning in 1991 and going up through 1997. He was also accused of raping a woman out on MacArthur Boulevard in the district in 1996. And then, of course, he was really going on trial for was the murder of Christine Merzion, who was a intern here at Georgetown University back in August of 1998. Police say his DNA was at the scene. They say his DNA was connected to those rapes in Montgomery County and that he was found through forensic genealogy and arrested down in Conway, South Carolina in November of 2019. Family's all been notified. So it's just really just incredible that he would go through this entire process and then allegedly take his own life. The story continues to unfold as we learn more about it at WTOP. So will you. It's 105. Virginia's governor is responding to some harsh pushback over proposed changes to what students in the Commonwealth would learn in history class. Here's WTOP's Michelle or Melissa Howell. Governor Glenn Youngkin says he wants to make sure all aspects of history are represented as his administration works to draft changes to what kids in K-12 would learn in history class. That's according to the Richmond Times-Dispatch. Now, he shared his comments after recent concerns over the latest proposal, which was rejected by the Board of Education. One of the mistakes, referring to Native Americans as, quote, America's first immigrants. Residents spoke out during a recent board meeting. I'm not an immigrant. Not yet. I'm still here. How are you going to get up calling me an immigrant? Officials have since apologized for the draft's reference to Native Americans. Youngkin says while there were omissions and mistakes, this is, quote, a document that is going to get right. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. It's a pandemic precaution. When the Thanksgiving break is over, D.C. schools will not, D.C. students, I should say, will not be able to return to class until they submit a negative COVID test to D.C. public schools. Schools in the D.C. public school system are handing out COVID test kits, and they'll continue handing those out until Tuesday. Another option for families is to pick up a kit at any of the district's COVID centers. Students in kindergarten through 12th grade will need to submit a negative test through the school system's online portal before they can return to classes following the Thanksgiving break. Students are expected to report those test results by November 27th. Anybody who tests positive will need to stay home. They won't be able to report for in-person activities until their isolation period is completely over. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, a cold day for an outdoor wedding. But when the venue is the White House, well, is it really that cold? It's 107. The nation's gun show at Dulles Expo in Chantilly, Virginia. This weekend, last show before Christmas. 1,300 tables. Over two miles of guns, knives, accessories, and more. Expert dealers to help you make the best selections at low gun show prices. Concealed carry classes. The nation's gun show at Dulles Expo. Friday, 3 to 8. 
Saturday 9 to 5, Sunday 10 to 5. Advanced tickets, coupons, and more info at thenationsgunshow.com. That's thenationsgunshow.com. Virginia is for eaters and drinkers, all kinds of eaters and drinkers, for oyster shuckers and slurpers. Winery samplers are all-day wine drinkers, brewery hoppers and distillery sippers. For those who order grits and those who order cheese grits, we all know what the right way to order is. For barbecue triers who turn into finger lickers and meat off the bone suckers. Mm. All right, all this talk of food is making me hungry. I gotta go get some mac and cheese. Like I was saying, Virginia is for all sorts of food lovers. So come love it for yourself. Furnished by the Virginia Tourism Corporation. It's 108. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Watching the cones and the crashes is Carlos Ramirez in the WTOP Traffic Center. Indeed I am, and mostly watching this inner loop work zone. All the cones are found on the inner loop. Looks like traffic has been stopped once again. Now, just a few minutes ago, they stopped them for just about 8 minutes or so. I do suspect that that's probably going to be how long they stop you this time around. The work zone is going to be just past Route 50, headed towards 66. As of now, the delays are building back towards the Gallows Road exit, so just keep that in mind. You will come up at the delays very abruptly because uh, they have uh, basically cleared up. You're only slow between Gallows Road 50 and 66, so uh, as you make your approach to Gallows Road, be ready to hit those brakes. Some folks opting to just go ahead and bail out on Route 50. That is an option. Take 50, then Gallows Road, and then access maybe Route 7 to get back onto the Beltway. Definitely a solid option. Otherwise, uh, do be extra patient. You should only be held for about 10 minutes or so. Now, don't count, not counting any uh, chickens before they hatch here, but generally speaking, when they stop traffic on the highway, it's just under 10 minutes. So if you're not on any timeline, just be a little extra patient. As you continue past 66, things will be all right. As you head towards the Dulles Toll Road, you may find them along the left-hand side of the roadway with the new configuration there. The work zones are also found on the ramps from the outer loop of the Bellway onto the GW Parkway, as well as from the GW Parkway onto the outer loop. Left lane currently blocked there. 66 looks great. I-95, 395 looks good. Traffic in Maryland looking phenomenal. No issues on 95 or the BW Parkway. Beltway traffic looking good as well. Uh, so if you're headed towards Southern Maryland, 210 Branch Avenue, 301, all running beautifully this early morning. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team for Samara Theodore with the Sunday, the Sunday morning forecast. Sunny skies, highs near 50 this afternoon. We are in for windy conditions. Wind gusts could reach 30 miles per hour, so it'll feel even colder than it is. Cold conditions continue Sunday night through Monday morning. In fact, temperatures will fall into the low 30s on Monday morning. We have a freeze watch going into effect. For your Monday afternoon, highs will be in the mid to upper 40s with sunny skies. Tuesday, rain returns to the forecast with rain likely Tuesday night. Highs on Tuesday in the mid to upper 40s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. 36 in College Park, 27 in Fairfax, 36 along the National Mall. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence, decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 1-11. Despite the chill temperatures of Saturday, there was a wedding at the White House. President Biden's granddaughter, Naomi Biden, married Peter Neal on the South Lawn of the White House. It was an outdoor ceremony in unseasonably cold weather. It was also the 19th known wedding held at the White House in its history. But it was the first on the lawn. And it was the first with a president's granddaughter as the bride. The wedding took place in front of 250 family members and friends. Linda Kenyon, CBS News, Washington. You can see pictures of the wedding at our website, WTOP.com. The wedding came one day before President Biden's birthday, which is today, and he is 80.
If you're hitting the road this coming Wednesday or just going out that evening, you're being asked by law enforcement to be extra cautious. Public safety agencies call the day before Thanksgiving Blackout Wednesday, Drinksgiving or Whiskey Wednesday because of the heavy drinking that takes place. They also say the day kicks off an especially dangerous period on the roads that last through New Year's. As a result, Montgomery County Police will activate their holiday task force this coming week. It involves stepped-up road patrols and more sobriety checkpoints. The county's alcohol distribution arm is also getting involved, giving out coasters to bars and restaurants that feature a QR code, which pulls up a list of ways to get home safely when drinking. John Aaron, WTOP News. Do you love the movie A Christmas Story? Well, in Maryland, there's a chilly display for fans of all ages to take a walk through, and it's opening this weekend. What is that? It's a major award. That scene with the infamous leg lamp can be seen as part of one of the displays during Gaylord National's Ice starting this weekend. Jennifer Sarasani, Director of Marketing and Public Relations at Gaylord National. For millions of families in the U.S., they have this movie on repeat. It is their holiday tradition. Now they get to experience it in an entirely new way. Using more than 2 million pounds or 1,000 tons of ice, the display brings the Christmas movie to life through chiseled ice recreations of scenes from the film. And if you run cold, they lend you a parka. All of the unique scenes from the movie that we know and love, from the fragile, the pink bunny suit. The display runs from Sunday through New Year's Eve. Valerie Bonk, WTOP News. Coming up on WTOP, Caps can't get anything going against Colorado. Frank Hanrahan, the details next. It's one thirteen. If you want to sell your home fast, it's important who you call first. This is Dave Johnson. That's why I called Jennifer Young of Jennifer Young Homes and in a matter of days sold my home above list price. But listen to the story of Angie and Mike. They listed their home in Alexandria, but they did it at first with another agent. A few months went by, home was not sold. So Angie and Mike talked to Jennifer and her team at Jennifer Young Homes and relisted it with them. Very quickly, the home was sold and for a fabulous price with great terms. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me because that's the experience I had with Jennifer Young Homes. And, of course, they wished they had called Jennifer first. In fact, Mike said that he had an offer in two days. In Mike's words, Jennifer Young Homes' team is amazing. In fact, Mike offered to write any testimonial. He says he's 110% satisfied. And Mike says we can quote him. In fact, we just did. So make sure you connect with Jennifer Young of Jennifer Young Homes at 877-611-SELL. That's 877-611-SELL. Or go online to jenniferyounghomes.com. Keller Williams Realty, 703-815-5700. It's 114. This is George Wallace, and I know how it works, folks. When it comes to home improvement projects, you put things off. You procrastinate, and you wait, and you hope to find the right deal and the right sale to fall right into your lap. Well, folks, if you need a new roof... You're in luck. Patrick Fingles and New Look Home Design are giving you their biggest sale of the year, and timing couldn't be better because roofs take a beating during winter. So now's the best time to replace your roof. Trust the roofing experts. If you do it now, you'll get 50% off materials and 50% off labor. Plus, you won't have to pay anything until 2024. Not one cent. I told you it's the biggest sale of the year. And I've got one more for you. Any homeowner who sits through a presentation will get a $100 restaurant.com e-gift card. Dinner is on us. Don't wait any longer. Do what I and over 40,000 happy homeowners have done. Call the roofing experts with almost 20 years in the business at 800-279-5300 or visit newlookhomedesign.com. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 115, Frank Hanrahan. Not a good night for the Capitals as they get blanked 
at home by the Colorado Avalanche, four to nothing as the struggles continue right now for the Washington Capitals. Again, Colorado taking care of the Caps four zip Saturday night at Capital One Arena in College Park. It was close, but no cigar. Forty three thirty loss for the Terrapins as they fall short hosting the number two team in the country in Ohio State. Dallin Hayden rushes for 146 yards, three touchdowns in the second half to lift the uh, Buckeyes to the victory over the Terps and Coach Mike Loxley. Obviously, we need to work harder and turn these into W's. When you play against the best, you can't expect them to help you. Navy upsets number 20 Central Florida, 17-14. Virginia Tech beats Liberty, 23-22. Howard wins a MEAC, crushes Morgan State, 35-6. College basketball, Maryland over St. Louis, 95-67. Washington Commanders getting set for the Houston Texans on Sunday afternoon at 1 o'clock, but they will not have defensive end Chase Young back. Still working uh, back from that torn ACL. Commanders are favored by three points over the Houston Texans. And the World Cup gets going on uh, Sunday from Qatar as the host nation takes on Ecuador. Frank Hanrahan, WTOP Sports. The top stories we're following for you this morning on WTOP. The door is open for former President Trump to return to Twitter. CEO Elon Musk announced that an online poll favored restoring Mr. Trump's account suspended in the wake of the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol in 2021. No word yet as to whether the former president will take Musk up on his offer. The man dubbed by the FBI as the Potomac River Rapist is dead. Sources say Giles Warwick was found in his D.C. jail cell Saturday morning. It's believed he took his own life. Warwick was weeks away from facing trial in connection with the rape and murder of a woman in Georgetown over 20 years ago. Climate negotiators meeting in Egypt have approved a deal to create a fund to compensate poorer nations victimized by extreme weather worsened by the carbon pollution of richer nations. The fund is a win for less wealthy countries. Fighting effects of flood, drought, heat wave, famine, and storms, despite having contributed little to the pollution that heats up the globe. Stay with WTLP for more on these stories in just minutes. It's 117, a big award for a longtime D.C. and national media figure, Maury Povich was inducted into the JCC Greater Washington Sports Hall of Fame in Rockville on Saturday, not for his time on D.C. TV or his nationally syndicated talk show, but rather for his talent as an amateur golfer. He won the Woodmont Country Club Championship five times, was a regular on the celebrity golf circuit. Porich, Povich, I should say, who grew up in Montgomery County, is now 83. He's retired from television now. He did that back in March. He is the husband of retired newscaster Connie Chung and the son of legendary Washington Post sports columnist Shirley Povich. It's 118. The traffic and weather on the 8s. We go to Carlos Ramirez in the traffic center. Thanks, Ian. We'll start off on the inner loop of the Beltway. They did temporarily stop traffic. Looks like they are still stopped right now. It's been just about 10 minutes uh, since they did stop traffic on the inner loop of the Beltway, headed northbound. As you head between Gallows Road and 66, no traffic is moving. Uh, Last time, they only stopped it for about eight minutes, so we'll see how much longer they uh, will have traffic stopped here. Be extra patient and stay to the far left-hand side because when traffic is moving, the far left lane is what's going to get you there. Some folks are opting to bail out, out at Route 50. That is definitely a choice. You can take Route 50, maybe Gallows Road, access the Beltway from Route 7 or any other point there. Uh, but uh, be extra careful. Don't use the access road to try to get ahead of this because traffic isn't going to move. You're just going to get caught up. A little bit ahead of uh, some other folks. Probably not the best move there. I-95, 66, looking okay. Hearing about an accident scene at the intersection of the Reston Parkway and uh, Baron Cameron Avenue. 
I'm seeing some delays build in all four directions, so watch out for that. Westbound Route 7, as you make your way out towards Berryville, sounds like an accident seen on the westbound side. Unclear how many lanes are blocked. You also got another one on the westbound side of Route 7, just before you get over towards Cascades Parkway. Looks like all westbound lanes are stopped. If you're headed westbound on Route 7, just after the Fairfax County Parkway, be ready to be stopped. There is an accident scene blocking all lanes there. In Maryland, things much quieter. I-270, I-95, and the BW Parkway looking good. Spoke a little too soon. Southbound I-95 got an accident scene on the ramp that takes you onto the inner loop of the Beltway. Be extra careful on that ramp. Looks like it's right in the middle of the ramp itself. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team for Samara Theodore with this forecast for a chilly Sunday morning. Temperatures head into the upper 40s to around 50 today. We've got a lot of sunshine out there, but winds will be gusting upwards of 25 miles per hour, sometimes 30 miles per hour, and that's going to make for a very blustery, cold day. For your Sunday night, temperatures fall into the 30s, clear conditions, quiet. A freeze watch, though, goes into effect through Monday morning. Highs on Monday will be in the mid to upper 40s with sunny skies. Tuesday, we're tracking rain. Showers move back into the region, especially Tuesday night, with highs in the mid to upper 40s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. Rockville, 31 degrees, 36 in District Heights, 32 in Ashburn. Brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Ahead on WTOP, when it comes to handing out pink slips, there's a right way to do it and a wrong way. It's 121. Providing health care to people who need it most. That's the simple but powerful purpose behind Doctors Without Borders. We treat wounded people in war zones, care for malnourished children, and provide safe reproductive health care. We're on the ground in emergencies from Ukraine to Afghanistan. We put patients first. And we go where we're needed most. Because at Doctors Without Borders, We believe people deserve to be treated with compassion and dignity. We treat our patients completely free of charge and without regard to race, religion, or politics. Doctors Without Borders has provided free, life-saving medical care for over 50 years. And thanks to the 6 million people around the world who support our work, Doctors Without Borders will continue to put our patients first. 122. Hiring the right talent is my number one priority for my growing company. I used to believe that if you post it, they will come was the only way to recruit new employees. However, after months of being ghosted by candidates and having more empty chairs than employees made me fire the dot-coms and reach out to 2060 Digital. Their team of experts created and managed a custom marketing strategy to help me reach and hire the best candidates for my growing company. Their social media experts created ads that highlighted our facility. Their email experts developed A-B testing strategies to find the best time to reach them. And the best part, 2060 Digital is a Google Premier Partner. So when my audience searched for available jobs online, we topped our competitors in search engines. See what they can do for you by visiting 2060digital.com. 2060 Digital. Building campaigns that connect. You're listening to WTOP News. It's 123. If you're not in the holiday season yet, this may help. The annual holiday market downtown is back at D.C.'s Penn Quarter. The sound, sights, and smells of the holiday 
holiday season have returned to downtown D.C. Welcome to the official opening of the downtown holiday market and the official kickoff to a holly jolly D.C. holiday season. Downtown D.C. Business Improvement District CEO Garrett Price hosted the opening of the annual market on Friday at 8th and F Streets Northwest with Mayor Muriel Bowser. It's now in its 18th year and it brings a festive outdoor holiday shopping experience featuring local artisans to the heart of the district. You can see over 70 vendors here, including our made in D.C. businesses. Stetson Miller, WTOP News. Meanwhile, a deadly mishap mars a holiday tradition in North Carolina's capital city. Tragedy has struck the Raleigh, North Carolina Christmas Parade. Due to the circumstances, we're unable to continue the parade. Multiple witnesses said a truck pulling afloat behind a dance troupe lost control. Reports one child hit by a vehicle. Christine Bellino on the scene. A lot of confusion and a lot of heartbreak. Cheyenne Hamilton was an eyewitness. The EMS was there before anybody else was. Um, they were probably there, but then a few seconds after, like, the truck finally stopped. The remainder of the parade was canceled. Bruce Farrell for CBS News, Raleigh, North Carolina. It's 124, and now it has been a week since four Idaho college students were murdered, leaving their loved ones devastated and police baffled. The coroner told CBS News all of the victims were likely killed with the same weapon, which authorities say is a military-style large knife. The murders seem to be all anyone is talking about around here, and the fact that even after all this, they still don't seem to know who committed this grisly crime. That is CBS's Christina Ruffini reporting in Moscow, Idaho. Money news at 25 and 55 on WTOP 125 with Ann Cates. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Some Twitter employees have been critical of how new owner Elon Musk handled mass layoffs at the social media platform. Bloomberg reporter Joe Compton says in 2003, a UK-based insurance firm used technology to sack its staff. They sent their employees a text message. That text message directed them to call a number and they were fired by this automatic recording. So that was one of the first times where folks were receiving their pink slips through this very kind of cold, automated, arm's length distance way. Constance says a retailer in England went low tech. In 2007, there was this legacy department store that had been around for almost 200 years. And the managers there intentionally pulled the fire alarm to get all of their associates at the store all in one place to then inform them that the department store will be closing in two weeks. Constance says workplace experts believe poorly handled layoffs can tarnish a company's brand and damage morale. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Ann Cates on WTLP. Jesse Hand on WTLP. Twitter is now again a place for Donald Trump to roam. It's 126. Laughter. Humor. Wherefore art thou, comedy? If you're searching for the perfect laugh, get V to the Kennedy Center for the hilarious Improvised Shakespeare Company. These masters of comedy use the bard's language and themes to improvise a laugh-out-loud play live, all based on one audience suggestion. Wondering where the story is going? So are they. Don't miss the show Time Out Calls Staggeringly Brilliant. December 6th through 18th. Tickets at kennedy-center.org. Look out! 